Pat Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Get ready for that Texas Baylor game. I'll be out there at Common Grounds on Friday, four to six. And uh, we go to, well, one of my favorite uh, Texas Tech insiders over the years, uh, sideline reporter for the Red Raiders, does a lot of basketball. And um, Chris, are you, uh, it's great to be, it's great to get to visit with you again. Are you kind of getting tired of either losing coaches or having coaches fired? I feel like you've had a pretty good dose of this over the last six months. Yeah, it's just just part of it. Uh, you know, the, obviously the, the the last situation back in uh, April. That's uh, for different reasons than this one is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just part of the business. It's uh, it, it's not a lot of fun. Uh, you know, you get to know these people. I'd known I'd known Chris Beard for about twenty years, and it, it's hard to see him, you know, leave, especially for a a, a rival or an in, in conference school. And then obviously the Coach Well situation yesterday is just. Obviously, awkward timing for everybody. There's no clean way to to do this, and, and it's just it's just tough. Uh, but that's just that's the profession these days. It seems mm-hmm. like with uh, college athletics. Why do you think, Chris, that uh, that it needed to happen when it did? Obviously, uh, enough games left to get bowl eligible, and all, all, I, people are halfway joking, saying, "Hey, they don't want they want to do it before the coach has like a winning record or whatever." Like, is it just? The, the the way some of these games have been lost is it the mood around the program why do you think uh why do you think kirby had went ahead and, and pulled the trigger yeah matt i i think you i think it's it's all of what you just said i think that it uh i, I it, at some point they just realized this was going to be an eventuality whether that's lacking confidence in in uh, Coach Wells to, to win more games and get to seven or eight wins with the remaining schedule, which would have been very difficult. Uh, I, I think the support was, you know, very much waning. I mean, it was pretty, it's pretty tough uh, in, in town the last couple of years. Just, you know, and I don't think he was ever accepted. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent. I just think that's the, that was the case. And, and when you don't win, that, that compounds it. And I think that how you lost in Austin, how you lost in Lubbock to TCU, and then how you lost uh, in in Lubbock against Kansas State this past Saturday all just compounds the issue. Just couldn't ever get over the hump. I mean, you you go back to that game in Waco two years ago. It was just bad luck, bad call, whatever. You you almost beat Baylor when Coach Rule was still there, and and, and that's a loss. You, You have Texas dead to rights last year in Lubbock, and Outplay them for about 57 minutes. You're up 15 points and and give the lead away and then lose that game in overtime. So that was just unfortunately just kind of a microcosm of just not being able to get those key wins. I mean, six and 17 it was your Big 12 record. And but Matt Matt's good people, man. And and I, I hate that part of it. Uh, he's well compensated. I understand that. Uh, but it, it's just uh, I, obviously the administration here was was just ready to go in a different direction. I think part of the timing was. I think there's a sense that there's going to be a lot of movement uh, with the car- the coaching carousel, if you will, and they wanted to be on the front end of it and not the back end of it. Uh, so, that, but that that they would have to speak on that. All right, Chris Level joining us, Texas Tech insider, publisher of at uh, Red Raider Sports, does a great job and has covered Tech for a lot of years. You know that culture out there as good as well as anyone. And and I don't know, Wells did always kind of seem like an outsider. Uh, I, I don't know if he ever truly had a chance. It's like even – I don't know if people ever thought it was a great hire, you know, uh, or even even those first days when you usually win those opening press conferences. Now that it's open, 
is Sonny Dykes, the name, the fact that he's having a great run right now at SMU, I, I think a lot of people think that's the no-brainer way you turn uh you right there in the middle of it do you feel that same way yeah i, I uh you know i've, I've known sunny for a long time too he came uh, with mike uh, leach back here in the early 2000s and, and spent a lot of years here before he left uh for arizona and then, and then started his uh you know journey as a coordinator and then head coach at various places and uh, that's certainly somebody they're going to talk to. There's no doubt. I mean, Sonny will have the opportunity to visit with Texas Tech if that's what he wants to do. Uh, I, I don't know if he would be the lead candidate or if he would take it. I mean, I, I think he's got a great situation in Dallas. Uh, they're they're winning. Uh, their, their league, that's the part that I'm kind of curious about. I don't know how much the realignment stuff is going to factor in here with what tech and the big 12 and, and what that looks like. Uh, or, but, but I, I mentioned that specifically because the, you know, the conference that Sonny's in right now, they, they took a major hit. It's going to look a lot different in the next year or two, and it's not going to be able to make as much money or be as relevant and, and things like that. But he's well compensated there. And it's just a matter of, I, I thought that he would maybe want to come back here because his dad coached here and he went to school here, played baseball here and all that stuff. But that, that may be reasons why he wouldn't want to do that too. I, I don't know. He would have to speak on that, but I mean, they're, they're going to, they're going to give him the opportunity to, to engage. And if he wants to pursue it, he, he will be given that opportunity. And the other name is, is, is the one in San Antonio, Jeff trailer. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. a, a guy that everybody in the state of Texas is very well aware of and, Longtime high school coach, very well respected, and and he's got the UTSA rolling right now. I think he'll also be given the opportunity to speak to to Texas Tech if he wants to pursue it. Chris, the elephant in the room, and uh, our folks are always kind of interested in what he's up to uh, because of what he did at uh, Baylor, uh, both good and bad. Um, but Art Bryles, uh, it's someone that always comes up because there are influential boosters that would love for him to uh, have this opportunity. He's a great college coach, but we all know about the baggage that he brings. Is Hokut, like, can he be at all open to it? I heard what he said yesterday, and it seemed like he kind of tried to shut it down. But now, again, if you have enough influential people uh, in his ear, it, could, it, could it ever go that route, or do you just not see any way it could? I would never say never. I, I think there's a lot of people here that have known Art for a long time. I mean, he he worked here, or you know, in Mike's Mike's first year way back when, and there, there was people talking to him in various times about potentially taking this job uh, along the, his journey, and it just never it never happened. And he had a uh, obviously a really good career there in Waco, and at obviously University of Houston before that. I, I uh, that's a. It's a I don't think – I think when Kirby said yesterday, we want somebody that will unify the fan base. And he mentioned a bunch of other things about ties within the state of Texas and, you know, and, and, and there was some other criteria. But I, I just wonder if that could possibly ever be uh, Coach Bryles just because I think the wall, there is plenty of people that would say, man, I'm all about it. He is a great coach. He, he 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 didn't do anything wrong whether you support him or you just blame him for everything and 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 there's people up here that are just like I'll never support this so I, I just don't see there's any way that if that is a main criteria that you could ever you know go that route but I, I can't I can't speak to, to that I think there are some people that 
uh, at least want to run out that ground ball and, and visit with him potentially. I don't, I don't know if it goes any further. And I wonder that about Kendall Browse too, just because of his mm-hmm. last name, you know, obviously he's at, at Arkansas now and his name has been, been thrown around some too. So that, that, that it's just tricky. I mean, would they be willing to, to deal with the PR part of it? I, I don't know. I think art would come here and work for not a ton of money. I think he loves yeah. to do it, but I, yeah, I, I don't know past that if they could, uh, you know, if they could pass, you know, they could do that and, and expect everybody to be on the same page. Yeah, and, and, and uh, talking to Chris Level, Texas Tech insider on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, the, the way to get Art in without hiring him as head coach, you're right, would be Kendall or even his son-in-law, Jeff Levy. Uh, it's interesting yeah. how so many of those coaches were part of that program, but they've been able to sort of go on with their careers. And, of course, Art was – in some ways, the face of that, and he's become such a pariah. And for guys like us who've known him forever, you know, it's a difficult thing because uh, it's not like, you know, you stop talking to people overnight, but it's just a it's a strange deal. Now, if uh, if Leach could come back, would there still be 80 <laughs> to 90% of that fan base that would be on board with that? Yeah, I, I think that is uh, – I, I think there's several questions there. I think, one – would you like quote unquote win the press conference? Would people be happy initially? I mean, all, all of that. I think that if 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 you're a and, and do I think this is ultimately going to happen? No, I think he he'll stay at Mississippi State and kind of keep doing this thing there. But I, I think people here would ultimately say, is he willing to work his hard? This is a hard job. I mean, bottom line, you you got to grind. Uh, you you got to develop. You got to recruit. You got to hire the right people, and and it, it, it's tough. You got to get a little lucky. Uh, and so would Mike at 60 or 61, would he be willing to, to grind away at it like he, he was, you know, 20 years ago? Uh, and, and that only he can answer that. And people would have to have enough faith and trust that he would. I, I don't know, but I think that would be a question that would be asked. But I, I don't I don't think that's a realistic option either. Have you ever actually put your eyes on the uh, on the closet that Adam James was uh, allegedly <laughs> forced to be in? Yeah, it was a. It was a shed. It was on the oh, practice yeah. field. It's no, it's no longer there. But yes, I, I had I had laid eyes on it. It's like one of those tough shed deals with a door on each side and just out there in the middle with the stuff. But yeah, it's not it's not there anymore. <laughs> that could be like a historical tour type deal. Go visit. The, yeah, I think they should rebuild that thing and uh, and have people drop by there. Okay. Mark Adams, I, I'm fat, you know, because, uh, of course, my alma mater just won a national title. I don't want to rub that in, but uh, we're still pretty excited about it. This tech situation, I know that was tough. Like you said, Chris Beard, I, I mean, he had become such a huge part of that thing. So I, I'm sure people, even though he's going back to where he went to school, there has to be some betrayal feelings, uh, some hard feelings. Um, what do you? What will that be like, by the way, that scene, his first time back? I, I would – I would seem to think that would be one of the most interesting atmospheres in all of college basketball this season. Did you uh, did you happen to see the uh, the the things being thrown at Lane Kiffin by the Vol Nation uh, yes. there a couple of weeks ago? I think we had a golf ball and a mustard bottle. Yeah, I, I, and he had been gone for ten years. So imagine what it would be like <laughs> when you're 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 only <laughs> gone for. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I, I I like Chris a lot. Uh, he's really good at what he does. 
it wasn't. I, I think it's uh, it, it's selective memory to think that they were had it rolling here for the last two years after the Final Four run. I mean, they were 500 in the last couple of years in, in Big 12 play, but he was really good. He he he. I think people have really emotionally invested into him and and his his vision and all that. But yeah, it's not about that he left as much as where he went. I think that's that, and, and people can certainly understand that part of it. Uh, it. You know, if he were to go take over for Roy Williams at North Carolina or something, I think people here would have been North Carolina fans to a certain extent. But because it was an and, and again, Chris is allowed to do what he wants, and, and it's a business. And if he thinks he can go win bigger there, then that's what you have to go do when you're given that opportunity. But yeah, people here are, are frustrated. I think him and uh, Coach Beard and, and Coach Adams are—they still uh, have a friendship and a, and a mutual respect. Um, you know, I, I think uh, they're going to play really good defense here. And you know, make no mistake—I mean, Mark, Mark was responsible for a lot of what went on here, uh, especially X's nose wise of defense. And I know Coach Drew is running some of that side defense uh, as well. And it, it's it's just kind of outside the box and unorthodox, and it works. Uh, but I, I, that, that'll be a February the first at eight o'clock. Everybody's well aware of that date, and and it will be a. And I thought the Big Twelve, if I, let's just call it what it is, they really screwed that up. You, you get a tailor-made, like made-for-TV, very organic moment, and you just yeah. bury it on a Tuesday night at eight o'clock. I mean, it could have been on a. I mean, I just I thought that was very strange. It's just kind of typical Big 12, I thought. But I, I don't know what they were thinking there. Yeah, let's put that on Bowlesby. I, I, I tend to blame <laughs> most things wrong in this world on Bob Bowlesby. <clears throat> so I'm going to get him for that for that particular uh, bit of scheduling. But, uh, Chris, um, uh, good luck, man, on this coaching search and monitoring that. Oh, it's fun to get to catch up with you, and I appreciate the uh, the insight. I I love Lubbock, Texas, and I know people always, it's got to get old. People say, well, how do you get people to come out to Lubbock? Well, the truth is, this is the greatest people in the world, and, and it's a neat, it's an awesome place. So uh, you never have to convince me. I love that place, and uh, I, uh, I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you, Matt, and uh, you do a good job on that podcast, Talking Cowboys, man, the Doomsday one, man. You, you guys do a good job. So I listen as much as I can, but I appreciate you having me on. Have a good rest of the week, my man. You bet. There he goes, Chris Level. Uh, doing his thing out there in Lubbock, and uh, he is sidelined for football and then also does uh, the uh, basketball, men's basketball, and is a longtime insider out there. have always enjoyed getting to visit with him and talk about Lubbock and Texas Tech, and we shall see where they end up going. I don't think they'll go Bryles. Let's just know that there are high – there are folks with a lot of money, a lot of oil money, that are in that AD's ear, give us art.